Welcome back to Metal Beer and Bullshit. Grab a beer, grab a seat, and enjoy some metal, beer, and steaming piles of bullshit. Hey, Metalhead beer drinkers and bullshitters, uh, welcome back to quarantine edition number two of Metal Beer and Bullshit. I'm Sean. I'm Juan. I'm BN. And we're all joining you from our safe distances of, I don't know how many fucking miles apart, but definitely further than six feet, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so, since we had last did the show, we had a meltdown of our equipment and had to go back to california and it took a couple of weeks but road set us up with a brand new mixer recorder and uh we're good to go again so we are back at it cool um uh well i mean what's i mean there's a ton of shit to talk about since the last time we had it i mean not a, not all of it's going to be new but it'll be a new take from us uh i mean first and foremost how about that rat commercial isn't that great <laughs> that was pretty good I, don't, I, I didn't quite know what to expect when they said about rats in the basement and then as soon as I heard Stephen Piercy singing round and round I was like yes that's fucking awesome <laughs> Juan that's the quarantine that's what the quarantine is doing to people <laughs> <laughs> getting crafty and then uh so I think one of the bigger the bigger chunks of news is, and we, we kind of touched on it the last time with everything show-wise being canceled. Uh, I mean, they're now saying 2021, fall of 2021, until there's any big gatherings for shows. I mean, I'm not, I'm not holding my breath on that one, but uh, I mean, it's potentially a, a, a fucking, a real bummer. I mean. I don't know. I, I kind of think that's a little too, uh, this is what I'm looking for here. I don't know. It, it just seems a little far-fetched. I don't want to say, get into a complete um, debate about this, but I, I think that's just a little too, little too, a little too pushed off. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see this going away anytime soon, but I don't see it being something that's going to hamper us for another year and a half. Well, I mean, I think the bigger, the bigger problem with it is, if it comes back over the winter time and comes back strong, like they, I don't know, like the geniuses keep predicting. I mean, it could, I mean, it could, it could put us back further than what we're put back now, really. I mean, you know, come winter time, fall, winter, everybody's stuck fucking indoors together. And I mean, it's just going to spread like wildfire. You start getting bigger crowds, but I mean, let's, I mean, hopefully they have something, you know, vaccine wise until then and kind of put this shit to rest once and for all. I mean, they, they say, like, heat is going to kill this, or, or, you know what I mean? It's not going to kill it all together, but as long as they can slow it down enough that we can try to make some uh, some advancements in it. Well, the problem with that is that argument's kind of been shot down due to the fact that it's running rampant in Africa and Central America and South America. Yeah, but it's not heat in America. They're talking about the heat in America. <laughs> <laughs> But you have to inject that heat. I mean, we need to find a way to inject that heat and light. 
And what do you think the small clubs are going to do if they do reopen? Like, you know, I know that they're talking specifically about large gatherings, like gigantic shows, you know, in arenas and all that stuff. But what about like small clubs? Do they allow, you know, 10 people to come in and mosh in their own little circle of six feet space? And so that, so, so basically a weeknight show at one of the local clubs. Yeah. Like, is that the, is that the new norm for shows? <laughs> a little bit more like, intimate. Dude, I wanted to go, <laughs> I wanted to go to the show, but it's sold out. They already sold out five tickets. Oh, can you imagine? They sold it. It would sell out in less than a second, literally like three tenths of a second. The show sold out. <laughs> and that includes like the, you know, the, the people that work the show. So you have to wait for the, everybody to be set up for them to leave all the roadies leave. And then the 10 people can walk into the club. Well, as long as you're six feet apart, you could probably get more than 10 people in. It'd be the weirdest mosh pits ever, but. Yeah, nobody would touch each other. <laughs> it would look like one of those flying ninja pits that you see on TV. Oh, shit. But, I mean, it's it's a pretty serious kind of deal. I mean, Carnifex, there was an article in one of, I think it was Metal, uh, not, I'm trying to think of what, I, I get them through in my mailbox, but uh, there was an article regardless, and the, the guy from, the singer from Carnifex was saying they lost 250000 on canceling this tour. You know, they had a, a, a headlining tour for North America set up, and I mean, two hundred and fifty grand is no fucking small bananas, you know? Right. But what does that mean? How'd they lose it? Did they already kind of put up that money, and now they don't get it back? Well, I mean, it's just potential earnings, really. So they technically didn't lose anything. They just didn't get that money. Right. Yeah, more. I mean, I guess the, I, I guess the more accurate way to put it is they lost out on two hundred and fifty thousand. You know, they didn't lose two hundred and fifty thousand, but they, you know, the potential. I mean, possibly more, depending on how sold out the shows were and how much merch they sell. And so it's. I mean, it's it's a pretty serious thing. I mean, hopefully we can get through this horse shit. I mean, hopefully the uh, they can come up with a vaccine quick enough to get this nonsense under control. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how it affects. I mean, it also affects us drinking-wise, too. I mean, all our, you know, favorite local places to drink or buy beer around here, I mean, they're all pretty well. I mean, you can go get beer. I think I know some of the, the Saucony Creek, for instance, you can drive up and get beer on certain days. I imagine they're only letting so many people in at a time. And what I went to uh, Hidden River on Friday. and Well, actually, I went to Hidden River Friday. I went to Black Forest yesterday, and along with uh, – St. Boniface to pick up beer and St. Boniface, you actually went in and you ordered what you wanted, but they had little marks on the floor, you know, six foot back and you had to wear a mask. Um, uh, uh, Hidden river, you just went up to the back porch there and ordered what you want. And they went inside and got it for you. And, uh, same thing with, uh, black forest. Well, and I know there's a shitload of, uh, like pop-up sales and stuff for little wineries yeah. and distilleries. And so, I mean, they're doing shit. I mean, they're trying. I mean, it's, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not that long. I mean, we're, what, five weeks into it or something like that. I mean, it's not a big fucking deal. I mean. Uh, I just, my, my biggest beef right now is, you know, Pennsylvania shut down uh, the state stores. And, you know, you couldn't get booze other than, you know, this Thursday from two to four. And it's like, Jesus Christ. And 
you, you've all seen it. The, the, you know, the, the website crashed and this crashed. If you're letting, and I, I don't want to say, cause I know if I bitch, then the, the beer is going to go away. But if you're going to let beer distributors and, and breweries stay open, why couldn't you let the state store be open? And the same thing, just like, you know, 10 people in the store only with a mask. Well, I mean, people could have been ordering from all the local distilleries and they'll, they'll ship it to your house. So you could have ordered that online. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that would have been a good chance to support some of the, the Pennsylvania distilleries, right. but I don't know. The, the, the here, they, they run it. They, they run, I think Wednesday and Thursday. Then every Wednesday, Thursday, right before they close, I get a, um, a Facebook update of they're sold out. So that's really good for that. Yeah. Like I, I forget. I got whiskey. One of the, sorry, what was that? I'm sorry. I said I think they only sell for like two hours. Yeah. Well, I know like uh, it was hidden. It's hidden something. They're down and they're out of Lebanon. They're a distillery, but they had a pop-up sale at uh, Shaler over there on Lancaster Avenue. And a friend of mine messaged me and said, hey, I'm going over. Shaler's doing a pop-up for, for this distillery. So he picked me up a bottle and he said they were sold out like, in like 30 minutes. Like everything. Just, then- you know, I mean, they're making a killing. These local distilleries when they're doing these pop-up sales. Right. And do you think that the state store, the reason they're not open is because they're run by the state? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like once the state is under a specific order, they that has to be in compliance with that versus, you know, like your local beer distributor or that's privately owned. Right, right. I think it is. I think it's because it is from the it's state owned. Well, and it's union. Yeah. So those guys are all probably having a shit fit that that, you know, having to deal with people. And I'm sure the unions aren't helping with that. And I mean, rightfully so to some extent, you don't want a bunch of fucking drunks coming in drooling on you while you're trying to sell them liquor, you know? And But I know they have it set up now that you, you order it online and there's only, I think there's only four in an hour area. No, you got to call it. Oh, you got to call it. And then you, you, you got to, they'll bring it out to you and all that kind of stuff. And there's like a limit. I think it's like eight bottles or some shit like that. Well, they announced I think it's six bottles, six bottles per person per day. Okay. And then there's a limit of the amount of bottles they can sell in the store as a total. Ooh. And once they reach that limit, it's, it's from 9am to 11am. Um, I'm sorry. From 9am to 1pm is when they do the, the picking up and the ordering. Um, but if you, if you uh, if they reach their limit before that time, you know they can't do anything. I mean, they might if they could take orders for the next day, but that interrupts next day's sales on the previous day, which I don't think should happen. But whatever. Well, they did announce today that all the Berks County liquor stores are going to be open now. Like open, open. Well, no, open for call in orders, but they're all open now. You can call into whichever one you need to. Hmm. So speaking, but you can never get through anyway. Yeah, ain't well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, what a fucking going on. You trying to all you want to do is get drunk because you're stuck at home and you gotta sit in the fucking phone for two hours. Uh, so what have you guys been drinking? Oh, good question. I was just getting ready to answer that one. At the moment, <laughs> I am drinking heavy seas double can and double IPA. Nice. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Heavy Seas, but they're one of my favorite kind of tri-state breweries. 
Yeah, they're they're really good. I, I have speaking of shows, you know, uh, when we go down to Death Fest, um, their stuff's over at uh, Max's Tap House a lot, and I always make sure to have something from them. Yeah, they were they were one of my first craft brews brews that I got into here, and you know, they kind of it's but inspired me to start brewing. Juan, what you drinking? I'm drinking. I don't know the shit. Oh, the shoots. The shoots. Tastes like the shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a fresh squeezed IPA. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan, but it's like impossibly juicy, undeniably refreshing, freshly squeezed. No fruit was harmed in the making of this beer. Yeah, well, the drinking taste buds of some people could possibly be harmed. It's really not the greatest. <laughs> well, I'm I'm drinking something that you would probably like, Sean. Um, Juan, it's uh, Skull from Three Floyds. It was a collaboration with Amon Amor. Shout out to Floyd. Yeah, shout out to Floyd. It's an imperial porter brewed with honey, cocoa nibs, uh, chipotle peppers, and aged in oak barrels. Ooh, is it spicy? No, no, not really. It has it has a pepper taste, but not spice. What the hell are cocoa nips? I have no idea. Tart <laughs> <Hard> nip, <laughs> big brown nipples. <laughs> Man, I don't fucking know. Oh, you're the huh? I don't even know what he said. Me either. Sure. <laughs> All right, we're wait, we're wait. Oh, I heard it. I said you're the brewer. Yeah, but I don't put <laughs> nipples in my beer. That's gross. Oh, I don't know what it is. All right, so getting off the nipple subject, let's kind of get into another funny thing that's been going on during the quarantine. So apparently, the is sig- it like, huh? Is it like dipping a big titty in the in the beer batch? Could be big. Oh, just dipping a big old titty nipple right in there. Hmm. Anyway. What were you saying there, Sean? Anyway, <laughs> so moving along. I, I love this delay. Uh, moving along, apparently the singer of the band Trapped has gone completely fucking bonkers in quarantine because that fucking idiot is picking fights with anybody and everybody. Yeah, I, I glazed over that. I it's, That's a band I don't, you know, I see it on the news sources and I'm just like, no, nah, whatever. So, but I, I, I seen that he's just picking a fight with, if you, if you go on that page, he'll fight you. Yeah, apparently he's just a fucking clown. Hold on a so second. the guy from Trap is feeling trapped. He's what? <laughs> feeling trapped? He must be feeling trapped. Let's. I mean, let's. I mean, the list of people he's been picking fights with is is kind of ridiculous. It was first. It was Danny Diablo, that fo- the guy, the New York hardcore guy that like got stabbed in the neck with a screwdriver and beat the shit out of the guy before he went to the hospital. So nobody to fuck with. And then he moves right along to Ice T, which I I'd have to go ahead and say that's that's a pretty fucking stupid move too. Yeah. Well, I think his wife would kick his ass. Yeah, I, yeah, I think Ice T's response was, Don't worry, I'll run into you someday. What is he <laughs> arguing about? Like what are they actually arguing about? I don't know who the fuck knows. It's I mean it's I forget who it started out with. It was it started out with uh, who the fuck was it? Do you remember, John? 
not offhand. I, I, um, I want to say it was somebody like saliva or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. It was I think it was somebody better than saliva. But anyway, it started out with like you know somebody in that vein. And I I actually don't even remember who started it, but it just started out basically into a, a big fucking run their trap. Oh, I think he was pissed off that somebody said something about Trump, and then it kind of escalated from there because he's a Trump supporter, and then it 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 turned into oh well I have more listens on Spotify than you do and blah, blah, blah. And then somehow it spilled over into iced tea and then Danny Diablo got involved and it, it's just a fucking joke. The guy's delusional. His fucking band hasn't, it does one fucking song. That's any good. <laughs> and, and that's debatable at best. So that was that silliness. And it's, I guess it's kind of starting to wrap up a little bit. You don't see as much about it now as you were for a while there. Um, so moving along, other news is Murder in the Front Row came out the 24th. I'm supposed to get mine today. Oh, did you order a hard copy? Yeah. So you, I mean, you can stream it on Vimeo, and I saw it. You can rent it on Amazon for like three bucks. So that's definitely right. going to be in the, in the works today or tomorrow for me. Right. What's that about? That's the documentary about like uh, the thrash – the thrash scene out in San Francisco. Ooh. Yeah, it should be pretty good. I mean, it's just like all old school, you know, violence, exodus, forbidden. I have the the book. Um, it was like a coffee table book with a lot of pictures, and it, it was really good. So, I mean, I did see some clips of it. I mean, it looks, the interviews look really good, too. From what I hear from other people, uh, it, it's put together real well, and it, you know, we've we've all busted on busted on Metallica in recent you know years, but uh, a lot of people are saying that this uh, this shines a light on Kurt Hammond a lot, saying about how he kind of is like the the first thrash metal guy, like he was the one that wanted to go faster and make it more brutal. Um, I don't know. I didn't see it yet. I'm just you know going by what I have heard on uh, other people's reviews. Oh, that's funny. The, I mean, the documentary that I borrowed from you, the, uh, what you the, get thrashed. Yeah. I get thrashed. I mean, they, they, they basically point to Mustaine and that as being the kind of the, the guy that drove Metallica to be faster. And you know, the, I mean, he, you know, of course right. Mustaine takes credit for everything. Yeah. Well, you know, he made the Mustang, you know, well, I mean, I, mean, I want to see, I want to see the, the documentary where they can pinpoint the guy who blows him the fuck down. I made him horrible. Well, that's easy. It's Bob Rock. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That fucking shit's horrible. And Bob Rock was like, "Oh, you guys don't need to go that fast to uh, to impress people. You just need to play better and sound better." Well, he did make them sound better, but you didn't have to take all the all the fun out of it. Oh, I don't, I don't understand. What do you mean, make them sound better? I mean, at that fucking point, they were already fucking on a meteoric rise. I mean, by the time they got the justice for all, they were playing fucking stadiums, not you know, not big what, stadiums. But what I'm getting at is, um, you know, the the production of the blackout, like how good the sound was compared to justice and everything before that. 
that's what I mean by sounding better. Uh, oh, nice. So, well, before we before we get into more of the news and shit we want to talk about, uh, why don't we play a song here? Um, okay. So, this song is from a band called Voices of Ruin. They're a Cali band. Uh, the song, the album is Path to Immortality, and the song is I Am God. Check it out. Let's go. 
So that was pretty cool. Voices of Ruin, the album is Path to Immortality, and the song is I Am God. So what do you think of that? Oh, it was pretty good. I liked it. Yes. Wait till you see the song we're playing the show out with. It's fucking amazing and so like applicable to what's going on right now. Plus, it's from a friend of the show. Uh, I think you guys will dig it. But I'm not going to tell you yet till the end. And it's a fucking trippy ass fucking song. Like if you haven't gotten heard this new album yet from them, dude, it is trippy as fuck. Like it's great. Divination put out a new album. No, I didn't say shitty as fuck. I said trippy as fuck. Oh, oh, yeah. I think it cut out. Just put out a new album. Divination. He said the di- di- divination put a new album out. <laughs> Oh, so speaking of music, like, has anybody been, like, getting a little crazy with buying records, like, through this? No. Like, I know, I've, I've been in, I've been talking to Brad, I don't know, I mean, he and I talk, we'll chat on, you know, Messenger every other day or so, and he's, he said he's spent, like, a ridiculous amount of money on records since all this started. I wish I could. I was going to the store and finding the album and everything like that. I mean, shopping online is just too easy. So when this little go to a record store again, I'll go fucking nuts. Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that you can't get in the store. Like, I'll, I'll give you a good example. The first Danzig, they reissued it. Well, it's not an official reissue. I forget who's releasing it, but it's you can't get it in stores. It's fucking stores don't have it, so you have to get it online. Hmm. I just like going to the store, man. That's an album I really don't care for anyway, so. What's that? I'm not a big fan of that album anyway. The first dancing? Yeah. Oh, my God. What? Did you see the reissuing uh, the, uh, the, the first three Merciful Fates? Yeah, um... Um, Metal Blade now putting them out. Yeah, yeah, they're, and then they're also they're putting out the King Diamonds too. They're reissuing like the first four or five of those. Yeah, all the uh, Roadrunner stuff is now coming out on uh, uh, Metal Blade. Nice. So, yeah, but which I I, I, I feel good. What's that? Makes me feel good. Why? How many of those do I have on original pressing? Yeah, well, the original, and I would definitely buy represses so you're not fucking wearing out the original ones. I have one CD. Mm. Yeah, it's not the same. No, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, I know, but but right now there's so coming out, so you know I can get those on the backslide. Yeah, well, hopefully they press enough of them that they hang around for a while. I know that I know they're doing like a cherry red on Melissa and a, a golden one. Yeah, for don't break the oath. And uh, Glenn, who uh, shout out to Glenn at Right Round Records. I've been in touch with him too, and uh, he's got the first King Diamond. What's uh, not not Abigail? The other one. Uh, what's the very first King Diamond? Fatal Portrait. Fatal Portrait. He's got that, a copy of that, and a copy of Abigail. So I told him to hang on to Fatal Portrait for me. Yeah. I was listening to Merciful Fate Time the other day on CD. 
And um, I was like, wow, I would really like to play this, some of this stuff at Metal Trivia. So I went looking for it on vinyl, and everywhere everywhere I was looking for it online, it was sold out. Which so one? I guess it's out of time. I think Glenn has a copy of it. If he does, I'd probably like to pick one up. Well, I mean, you can either message him and ask him to hold it for you, or, I mean, as soon as they open up, I would definitely head out there. Trying to look now. I want to see what the... Trying to see what the album cover looks like. I can't remember. It's black with just like a human skull. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has a copy of that there. I don't have to hit him up. So I hit up that uh, vinyl altar for it, and they said it was out of print. Oh, Glenn's got stuff from like years ago sitting on the racks that he must have had from when he closed the other shop down, you know? So, I mean, because I found a bunch of stuff there that's not in print anymore okay speaking of vinyl yes what about the uh vinyl or the sam hain vinyl that was for sale oh my god so sam hain the the initium uh first press of that obviously like glenn danzig was i mean i want to go out on a limb here and say the dude was a genius because whenever they press stuff either for misfits himself or Sam Hain, they always did a bunch of oddball shit, you know, with a, with, with the, you know, with a bit of foresight of, that it would be a collectible someday. So keeping that in mind, Initium came out with this really, a bunch of different, like really wild swirl patterns, you know, like black with like white swirls on. Well, a copy of that popped up on eBay. I forget what it started. I think it started at a hundred dollars. And then I'm on a fiend collector's page on Facebook. So two of the people that were bidding on it were, you know, talking about it on that page. And essentially the, the conversation consisted of, I'm going to go as high as it takes. So do you want to take a wild guess, John, at how much it went for? Oh, oh I see what it went for. Oh, okay. I didn't know. If $2. How much? $2. Yeah. <laughs> Time <laughs> times about two thousand. So I think it. I think yeah. I think the la- the final price was four thousand two hundred and twenty five. Yep. But I mean, it was That's the only nice. The only nice thing about that was the color of that vinyl. That's a pretty good album. I like that album. Yeah, but it's not forty two hundred. No, fuck no. I yeah. mean, I mean, I've I. There's, there's. If you've ever listened to, there's a podcast called The Vinyl Guide. A guy named Nate Goyer does it. It's, it's one of the best like record collecting podcasts, or if it's, it's the best record, you know, record collecting podcast. And he's, he's into like a, a, a wide variety of music, and he's a big punk guy. So he had a guy from Sweden that's, I guess you could more or less say one of the top misfits collectors in the world. Wrote a book about it. I think he wrote a book about uh, Earth AD. Like there, because I mean, there's like I don't know how many different versions of Earth AD out there to collect. I mean, it's enough to make a fucking book about, you know. But they had him right. on, and so the Misfits released a set of seven inches. It was supposed to originally be thirty three sets of of three seven inch, uh, the Live Evil, and uh, it ended up only being seven. But he was saying that set of three 
if you have one of those set of seven or nine, I forget what it is, seven or nine, but they're, they're worth into the high five digits. I mean, just for a set of fucking, you know, cause they were basically just given to friends of the band. Right. So, I mean, it, it, that's fucking crazy. Like even, even all those singles, you know, the cough, cool and bullet and Halloween and horror business. I mean, those fucking things all go for over a grand each. That's too much. Oh, it's crazy. But, I mean, they were limited. I mean, obviously, I mean, they only printed a 1,000 or 2,000. I mean, they're not fucking making anymore, you know, other than bootlegs. Right. Do you think Kiss is flipping out now because their vinyls are worth nothing? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to find out Gene Simmons owns part of the Misfits name. <laughs> There's a, a rumored Misfits story from uh, I don't know maybe mid two thousands that uh, now I don't I don't know how true this is. I mean, now this is just a rumored story that I have heard through the grapevine over the years that before you know this reunion thing, um, like I said, probably about two thousand five, maybe I heard about this that Glenn Danzig invited Jerry and Doyle to uh, a meeting in California. They were going to get like 500,000, a million dollars, something like that a night to open for kiss on one of the, the tours that they were on at that time. And uh, Jerry only slammed a door on, on them and said, no, I got my own misfits. I ain't worried about you guys. That's like, you know, a very condensed of the story that I heard. So, wow, that's pretty crazy. I mean, when you consider, I mean, the obviously the best version of the Misfits was with Glenn Danzig. You know, I would hardly. I mean, Michael Graves' version of Misfits is not bad, but the fucking Jerry right. only version of it with him singing was absolutely god awful. Oh, that was terrible. I noticed uh, that kind of like butchering their name. Oh yeah, I think it's a pure insult. I mean, if you ask me. Yeah, the one. What was it? Uh, uh, God, the Des from Black Flag and uh, one of the Ramones were the, was the bass. Or was the drummer? Yeah, Marky Ramone was a drummer for a while. I think Doctor Chud was a r- drummer for a while. I mean. Yeah. Robo was in one version of that. Yeah. I- that played Thriller once, and it was just, it was bad. It was really bad. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't have minded seeing him with Michael Graves. I like Michael Graves, but, but yuck. I seen him once with Michael Graves, and it was, uh, it was them and Guar. Oh, nice. So, all right. Well, I think we've exhausted that conversation. Uh, moving along, on the subject of drinking, how about Trey Azagthoth from Morbid Angel getting arrested and telling the cop that he's a professional drinker? So, while, I read the other thing that fell out. I mean, while I don't endorse drinking and driving, if you're going to get popped for it, that's a way to go. <laughs> Fucking knucklehead. <laughs> Um, oh my god! Then, I, I cracked up. Yeah, it was that was pretty interesting. It was like, dude, why the fuck? We, I mean, he must have been fucking hammered to say that to a cop. 
Yeah, because at least you can say you're a professional driver, too. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm a professional they, uh, driver that drinks very well. Yeah, that's me. But uh, they uh, they they posted his uh, blood alcohol level and everything, and it was like three times the legal limit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, then he's not that much of a professional. Fuck, anybody can do three times. Let's see you do fucking eight times the limit. Yeah. If you're going to claim yeah, to be a professional. Huh? I said, that's a dare. <laughs> yes, if you're going to claim to be a professional, then you fucking do it in professional style. Don't be a fucking pussy. I ain't doing it. No, me either. Fuck that. I don't want to get popped for that. <laughs> you're professional. <laughs> yeah. There are two different professions there that you don't mix together. Yeah, that's kind of like bomb maker and cigarette smoker. That's Those are two <laughs> things you don't fucking put together, too. <laughs> <laughs> or our fucking driver and fucking shoe dookie owner. There's another good one for you. <laughs> or passenger. Or, or passenger, yeah. A professional passenger with cat shit smeared on your shoes. Two professions that don't go together. Shout out to Brad. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. But uh all right. Uh, before I play the next tune, the other thing I wanted to talk about was did anyone happen to catch the cattle decapitation video for Bring Back the Plague? No. It was it was awesome. They all did it in quarantine. They all did it from their house. It, it's great. Like if if you don't if you haven't seen it, go look it up on uh, Facebook. I think it's on Facebook and YouTube. But uh, it's, not, it's on YouTube. I know that for sure. Did you see it, Juan? No, dude. I'm going to look that up as soon as we're done here. Well, yeah, I'll. You can look it up when I play the next song. It's fucking awesome, dude. No, I'm going to listen to the next song. Oh, okay. Never mind. So, the hell? How can I review it if I don't listen to it? I don't know. Here, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, why don't we break into this next song? These dudes hit me up on uh, on the email and asked me to play one of their songs, and I checked them out. I dig them. They're called Vampiric. They're from Phoenix, Arizona. The album is The Magic of the Night, and the song is Nosferatu. I might go get one of those to drink. <laughs>
And that was Vampiric from Phoenix, Arizona. What'd you think? Meh. I dig it. Somebody likes them. They're living their dream, so good for them. It's that kind of cool bathory, venomous-y kind of sound. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely see if you're into that style, that would be great. You know, if you're not into it, you're not going to really like it. It feels dated, which is a good and a bad thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you're into the like the older style, like or you know, pre black metal, if you want to call it, you know, first wave of black metal, whatever, I dig that kind of music, so I I really like them. Uh, so put uh, up something new there. Yeah, what is big? What are you drinking? Oh, now I'm drinking the Alpha Claws from Three Floyd's. Left over from Floyd. Floyd. Well, I've I've moved on to Brewdog, which I kind of had to go with Scotland this time. I've been looking for Brewdog stuff for a while. I finally found it over on the 61 Brew Through had it. So I'm drinking Hazy Jane. Wait, if I can get through this shitty beer that I have here, I'm going to try this Obsidian Stout from the ship. Yeah, that was good. I had that yesterday. I was... I was actually over at Juan's yesterday, Big Nose. I had to help him cut down a tree. Tree fell on his fence. So we cut it up and threw it back into the neighbor's yard. <laughs> yeah, it fell down like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to guess over two weeks ago. And we've been waiting for the neighbors to do something about it. It's still in their property. It was just leaning on the fence and crushed our fence in the corner. They absolutely did nothing. In fact, I think what they did was they moved out yesterday. Yeah, that's how they <laughs> Can you can you imagine like you just don't want to cut down a tree so bad that you just move to avoid cutting it down? <laughs> They're like, shit, the tree fell. Let's fucking get the fuck out of here. Fuck, now we gotta move. <laughs> and then they were like all oh, sneaky. They were beautiful. Huh? But thanks to Sean, it's all beautiful now again. <laughs> it wasn't just me. We social distantly cut it down. Yeah, well, it was a big enough tree. Jesus, yeah, and there was, I think more of it was on your side of the fucking fence than on theirs. Like, the bigger part, like, the bigger trunk part was on their side, but more of it was definitely on your side. I mean, it was all the fucking branches. Yeah, we got all the, yeah, all that fucking shit. Ugh. And then flung it onto their yard again. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, fuck them. I mean... I mean, and honestly, it probably wasn't the renter's responsibility. It was probably the owner's responsibility, but would you say, well, nah. the guy's never fucking around? Actually, he's always fucking around. That's why he's never here, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what other, like, neat little tidbits do we have? Oh, I won a record from a, a label down in North Carolina for a band called Hazard. The guy had a contest on his Facebook page, and it was like, pick which, oh, shut up. Cat's making all kinds of noise. Said about pick a record that, you know, that you were interested in on his, on his page and then put it, post it in the comments. And then like he picked three people and I won one of them. So that was pretty cool. Nice. If, and if what? you, ha- if you haven't seen them, check out, check out hazard. They're like old school thrash, but like kind of like in the vein of like violence forbidden type thrash. That's cool. So I'll, I'll be playing that for the next trivia night. I'll pop it on. Speaking of which, 
So, Bien, Juan and I were talking about this the other day when I was over cutting the, well, yesterday when I was over cutting the tree up that I think, that, you know, when we come back, well, excuse me, come back to doing the trivia nights, which, you know, who the fuck knows whenever that's going to be. But, I mean, we're going to be kind of, we'll have a little bit more carte blanche to play what we want to play. We won't be, you know, have to be playing stuff that's more tied to the tickets we're giving away. So maybe we'll have to sneak some really good shit in there. Yeah, we'll see. Now, who knows when that we're going to get back to this? Who knows what the uh, concert situation is going to be? So, well, I was thinking, you know, if we if, if we, once it becomes okay, we could probably start by giving away more merch type stuff versus tickets, since we can't obviously right. give away tickets. Um, you know, like all of your kiss. LPs, we could start handing them out. <laughs> Give yeah. them out for free at the door as people walk in. <laughs> <laughs> Complimentary John's records. Yeah. <laughs> My Kiss Collective is kind of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You people do. What's that? <laughs> Crappy? Yeah. I'm very interested in my, uh, my Kiss correct, my uh, Kiss collection. Yeah, break out that vault. Yeah, that would be a good prize for one of the shows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they could crack open the code, they can win it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not going to give anybody any hints, but it's four letters. And? And, uh, and uh, it might start with a K. I don't know. <laughs> It might end with an S. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> no, I think the middle two are I and S, not you guys suck. <laughs> Does it have a combination, the vault? No. Or is it just open? No. No, it just opens. Oh, well, then we yeah, can't give that away. Too, I was going to say, it's too fucking easy. We can't give that away then. Well, they know nobody's going to steal anything from that fucking vault. <laughs> <laughs> Those things are selling for double what they were when I bought it. Are you serious? Yeah. How many of them was there? Five thousand. No, yeah. oh, wait, wait, fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. That's what I'm, I think it was. I'm pretty sure it was fifty thousand. I know he's still selling them. I hope he's double. Or triple. What's that? Is he selling them for double what you bought it for, or is he selling them for the exact price that you got it for? The exact price that I got it for. Then why the fuck are they going for double when you can just go there and buy it? Because you have to wait to get it. Yeah, yeah you have to the wait. time for that. I know, but I'm looking it up right now, actually. There's no high demand for the Kiss Vault at this moment. Like, fuck, I need it right now. Fuck it. I'm going to pay $6,000 for it. Yeah, but you know what? It's kind of shitty that he's still selling them because, I mean, they're the kind of the specialness to it was that you were ordering it, you know what I mean, and, and getting to hang out with him and meet him. So, like, why the fuck keep selling it? That's kind of shitty. Um, I'm going to guess it's because of money. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it has something to do with greed, do you? Mm-mm. Not from them. 
Yeah, you know, did they come out with the kiss mask yet? Well, they've been kiss masks for years. No, the, the corona mask. The corona mask. Oh, not their own, but people have been making them. I have one. A friend of mine made me. I don't know. I want to. I want one that looks like an anus. <laughs> on a big anus mask. <laughs> you wear it inside out so you can pick it all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That'd be great. Just walking around with a big butthole in your face. Like the guy from Preacher. Oh, Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, let me ask you this. Let's say bands, as it starts to, as it starts to ease up, but it doesn't get that wild, like, would you be willing to pay a small fee to watch, like, a live concert of a specific band? Like, if they start doing a show where they would get together, you know, just them in, a, in an area and just jam out, like a, like a concert. And then they start, they air it, you know, live or whatever on that day. Um, would you guys do something like that? Or is that something that you guys just cast ah, it now? You know what no, I mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, it, it depends on the band and to maybe support them. I would, but I mean, by and large, I'm not into watching live. You know, I want to be there. I mean, there's definitely a, it's a big, right. it's a totally different magic to be into a show than there is watching it on TV. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. 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 Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. Like to replace it. I'm just saying, you know, let's say Aspects is going to do a show live in wherever, and they're going to broadcast it, and you had never seen them before, and you're like, fuck, I can at least see them jam out live, you know, for whatever, four bucks, three bucks, I don't know, whatever they would want to charge, who cares? And um, it would be a live show that would be broadcasted once. And, you know, I'm just thinking, like, these people should try to do something, because it doesn't have to be a ton of money. But it'd be great to see them live and fuck up and, you know, do whatever. Like, like hanging out, just getting an insight, like being at a practice. Well, I mean, I, I got I to say, like, now you said specifically Asfix. So, yes, I would probably, I would pay a couple bucks to watch that. And that's. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I, I mean, totally would. So, I mean, I guess people that are into certain bands would definitely do it. But, yeah, all right. So, I'll revise that and say, yeah, I would do that for, like, bands that I was really into like all right so now SOD you know you got three quarters of the original version of SOD doing those videos like they did uh March of the SOD and they did Chromatic Death I would if they did a whole show like that I would pay a couple bucks to see that off the top of your head three bands you would do that for Asfix SOD and um Original Misfits well, what about you? I don't know, dude. I, I mean, I would probably, I would love to see Cattle Decapitation again, you know, doing some of their new stuff and old shit. Um, I don't know. I don't know who else I would pick. I mean, I would ultimately try to find out who's playing and just try to do somebody that I haven't seen ever. You know, it would be more of my first pick. I mean, of course, I would love to see Malevolent Creation, but that's not going to fucking happen. Um, and I don't know if I want 
pay to see them with the new people. I was going to say, did you see the, the news on them? No, no. What happened? They got a new singer, guitarist, and a new drummer. So it's just another fucking new band. I don't even know why they call them a level of creation. Yeah, it's actually, I don't know. It's actually not too bad. It's uh, the guys from Solstice, I think. Uh, I, One of the billion lines of Solstice. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I heard something of it. I didn't mind it. I, I liked it better than the guy that was singing right before this guy. Oh, I'll have to check that out because I didn't like the new guy. No, me either. Yeah. I don't know. Without Brett, it's kind of it's kind of lost now. I don't know. I th- yeah, but they can still find somebody that has the same energy and the same feel and bring a new flavor to it that's actually comparable to it. You know what I mean? Like instead of just getting this, like the last guy, he was just so generic of a singer that it just sounded like a generic band to me. Like it didn't have the same feel, and and I know they're not going to ever replace that feeling. What's that? So it'd be great if they put Jason back on vocals, but. The guy that did like Eternal and Joe Black and Seven. Yeah, why? Why did they? Why are they not doing that? Is there something going on between all those people? Yeah, I, I he quit. I I forget what the the problem with that was. But if they would bring him back, oh my god, it'd be awesome. I don't know. For me, yeah. it, it's really tough for me to get past Brett Hoffman. I mean, he was that. You know, I mean that original lineup. You just you just can't beat that fucking band. You know what I mean? Like it was really hard to get past not having him in the lineup. So it's just I don't know. And it, to me, it's they're just a generic death metal band. Like Juan was saying, like I don't know. You know, I don't know. You you keep that uh, retribution lineup, in, and we're we're talking. What about you, man? Who would you uh, who would you want to see? Yeah, give me your top my, three. My, my top three. Don't say kiss, because I'll fucking turn you off. <laughs> um, I don't know. I really don't know. Because, you know, I've seen so many bands, and there's, like, not much left that, you know, really can shock me. But uh, give me give me Nevermore around the um, Enemies of Reality tour. Um, no, it has to be now. Well, has it has to be now? Yeah, like a current Yeah, band. like pull that out right now, right. Uh, shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Faith No More. Mm. You, know, you know, I would go crazy to go see them or just see them live on uh, just in around watching them. Um, probably at the gates and oh, I don't know. Uh, give me a let me let me watch Iron Maiden just like goof around at a practice. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. See, and that's what I mean. Like, it, it doesn't have to be like a professional setup, dude. I just think it'd be great if it was like them hanging out, jamming a you know a full set of something. I ooh. I don't know. I, I, I got one. Huh? Violent. I was just going to say, dude, I would love to fucking see violence right now jamming. Yeah, just because maybe they'd slip a new song in there. And so. And just, just, so, every, just so everybody knows, we are working on an interview with Sean Killian. This has been going, I don't know, fucking 
silly for since it got started. It it didn't help with the fucking mixer going bad and all that shit, and it's kind of delayed it. But John's still working on getting that interview together. Yep. But I think it'd be cool because they could actually stop, talk, you know, hang out with the people that are watching, not interacting with them, obviously, but just right. Well, maybe if they could do just something Facebook Live, and you know, you 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 know, as as you're uh, you're in the, I don't know, the chat with them or whatever, and it you know it says you know Juan has joined the group, and they say, hey Juan, what's going on? Well, dude, a lot I of there's a in the group. Yeah, but dude, a lot of that's been going on. Like Anthropic, the grindcore right. band from New York. They the other night they played, they sat and they did three songs. Uh, Pingdom from Total Fucking Destruction has been doing stuff. Like the other night, he played uh, the song that we're gonna play at the end. He he did a whole big thing with that where he played like the instruments and had a bunch of the background music playing. So I mean, there's definitely a lot of bands doing shit, but there's definitely I'd like oh, to see some of the big, huh? You just gave away the last song. No, not yet. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that. I didn't get into that completely yet. <laughs> but uh, I mean, well, is there anything else? I mean, you guys are looking forward to music wise coming up. Uh, I there's a list of a mile long of stuff I want to purchase as soon as uh, the record store is open. Uh, I have a few new uh, things that I'm going to hunt down. That's about it. Well, I mean, that kind of begs the question. Now, Record Store Day has been moved to a June 20th. Something uh, like that. And, I mean, we're still, let's face it, things are still kind of up in the air as to what's going to be going on when. I mean, they, they released, like here in Penn, not to get too into this whole politics and fucking COVID-19 horse shit, but as it relates to music, you know, they've released a kind of a, a guideline about how opening up the state uh, and they have a certain number per hundred thousand, you know, sick before they move to the next stage of opening. So we're in stage red. I don't foresee our area getting out of stage red until probably the end of May. So now stage yellow, can we still do record store day? I mean, I don't know. I, I think that when it goes to stage yellow, I'm I'm believing it can't be gatherings more than 25 people. But if you're going to put 25 people at a record store, are you going to have them wait in line with the like six feet, you know, the, the little blue lines on the ground that we see it like the, the Wawa's and the grocery stores and, you know, all that kind of crap. Are they going to do that? Well, like, yeah, that's the new normal. I mean, and, well, which kind of now that begs the question now you get into other safety issues now like for instance like uh young ones i mean you got fucking two three hundred people lined up stretched out six feet apart you're going to be fucking out almost into the street i mean you, i mean you can go up the sidewalk and around the corner and all that shit but but you know people we'll be, wait- we'll be waiting on the on the uh the track and field track back there at goodstown university yeah right like because i already talked to brad and i said i'd i'd really like to go up there i want to kind of get slave to the grind when it comes out so i mean it's it's gonna be fucking crazy it'll, it'll be like the old days when you had to go uh camp out overnight for tickets yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but at that point you know I, I would just order shit online like who the fuck wants to stand outside with a bunch of people 
Yeah, but the just pro- to go into a store, it's going to take you fucking hours to get in. Well, I don't not think- to mention how long it's going to be there to buy your fucking shit. Like, well, I don't even I don't think know. I don't think you can order the record store day stuff online. Yeah, not until like later. And a lot of it's limited, so if if you don't get it when it comes out, you're fucked. I mean, like I got that fight, that fight LP. I I got lucky. I got it. Like I went there record store day. They had it. I didn't want to spend the money. And about two days later, I had buyer's remorse or not buying remorse and, and fucking ran back and, and bought the last copy of it. So, I mean, there was only a thousand of them, you know. Well, that instrument's vault there was uh, 20,000 made. 20,000. Mm-hmm. And how many are left? Oh, they're going to be going for 4,200. How many did you say are left? 19,000? No, can't be. <laughs> Shit, I was in a room with fifty people at bottom. I know that's nineteen nine hundred and fifty. <laughs> I know it's not one thing. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't spend that for it, but I would love to have one. It'd be cool. Uh, you know what? Uh, the, the The product inside of it is real. Like the display of it is really cool. Um, the, the CDs to it, it's not bad. It's not the greatest thing, but the experience of what it was, was worth the, uh, $2,500 that I plunked down. I mean, there's still a market for those fucking vinyl bowls that people make. So you can turn them into like one of those chip bowls or whatever the fuck they use them for. (laughs) Chip bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of which. Anybody that's into like collecting vinyl, Juan shared a video with me on uh, Instagram the other day of of them making records. Uh, I if Juan could share that to the Facebook page somehow, I'd appreciate it because like you have to fucking see how records are made. It is one of the most satisfying things ever. What do you think, Juan? Dude, that's the best. I, I was like, what the fuck are they making? A weird green bagel with like chocolate sprinkles. And then it sets out this fucking album. I'm like, holy shit, this is amazing. It is it is literally the fucking coolest thing like thing I've ever seen. Like it is fucking awesome seeing how they make records. Like if you've never seen it, like I said, Juan, if you could share that to the Facebook page somehow. Yeah, I'll, I'll find it. I'll find it and put it up there. But uh I don't know. I think we're winding down here. What do you think? Well, Big Nose is wasted. I know, he's hammered. He, he's been fucking drinking since 4 a.m. and hasn't stopped since. 4 a.m. yesterday. <laughs> since this whole uh, lockdown thing, this is probably the weekend that I didn't drink that much. I think I think we, between me and the wife, we drank six, eight beers. Wait, it's the fucking weekend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Holy shit. I know. I, I've been working every other week. This week's, um, I'm, in fact, I'm still in my fucking pajamas. And I, this is my week off. Like, I go back to work next week. It's going to be fucking brutal. <laughs> You're still working, I, I right, have, John? I have new hours. I start at 4 a.m. So I get up at 3. Oof. Oof. Oof is been, right. I've been doing about 200-mile trips every day. When are you getting home by? I get done at 12. Ugh, yuck. Uh, midnight? 
No, 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 no. In, in the <laughs> afternoon. <Midnight. laughs> It doesn't help with, you know, we're in the, well, it always rains in Reading now, or Pennsylvania now, so it it's it's very tiring because, you know, I'm driving in the rain all the time. Oh, it's fucking miserable right now. Like, I'm looking outside, and it's just, like, pissing down fucking rain. I feel bad for the guy at work that's on call, you know. Well, he had to work today, and it's like, just working in this fucking shit and being out in it all day long just wears you the fuck out, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, not to mention that it's slowing down the coronavirus killing capability with the sun not being out. Well, that that only works internally. Oh, yeah, you have to drink sunshine. Yeah, you have to drink, <laughs> drink sunshine. You have to drink tanning solution <laughs> to get it fucking out of you. <laughs> so all those sun games, we're doing it right this whole time. <laughs> uh, so, all right, let's wrap it up. Um, the last song here is from a f- oh, favorite of mine. I collect their stuff, but it's total fucking destruction. And they had a new album that came out the 24th. I think the last time we talked about it, I had said the 20th, but it's the 24th on translation lost records. Um, you can get the digital download through there. You can also get physical copies of the record. They have two different versions. They have one that it's like a black and white copy that they only had a hundred. They only pressed a hundred of them, which I, I bought that pre-ordered several months ago and then they have another one's like spreckled or something but the song is to be alive at the end of the world and if you follow tfd online or rich hoke he always congratulates you on being alive at the end of the world so it's a fucking cool trippy ass song um thanks everybody for playing along today and coming out and listen to us when you listen to us and thank you to Juan and, and don't John. inject yourself don't inject yourself with disinfectant people not yet not till it's approved by the FDA. That's true. Crap, I jumped the gun. Well, I can tell by how pale Surprise. you are. You look just like that fucking Trump meme after he injects it. Like, I'm looking at you. You look as white as the... <laughs> Good old tickling. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, everybody. This is total fucking destruction to be alive at the end of the world later. Later. Hey.